Yeah, Jean-Luc can explain to Canadians what 9-11 was really like. Fine. Oh, I'm not, I'm not cutting. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. All right. This is how Alex will know. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Crying in the Book Club, the hit new podcast where three emotional friends talk about movies that make them emotional. I'm Panda. I'm your host, also known as Emily. I forgot that I go by my Christian name on this podcast because it's been a while since I've hosted. Why do you go by your Christian name on this podcast? Um, Because that's what you guys call me. So I like when John Luke introduced me as Emily, I just was like, sure. Yeah, that's like, because like when call I, you Panda. I mean, like it doesn't, it really, it doesn't matter that much. I started using the moniker Panda, uh, like just to, put like a a modicum of distance between myself and like the the things that I was getting up to online but also like who listens to podcasts so it doesn't really matter but I'm I'm Emily and I'm here with my friends Alex Hansiek hello Okay, well, you just said my last name. What the fuck? Okay, okay, my name is Emily. Talking about anonymity. No, no, you have to dox yourself too. At some point, I'll be Emily Moon if I ever uh, legally change my name to 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 my wife's much cooler name. Uh, This is Alex Hansi again, also Chad Waller. I don't even know how to respond to any of this. We've been talking for eight minutes, ostensibly. I don't know. I feel like the show has just shifted gears (laughs) so hard. Because we're we're in the show proper. We were just we for five minutes. We were bullshitting and and having a a good and silly Mm. time. And then the real show began, and we are here to talk about um speed racer we're here to talk about speed racer and i'm sorry listeners we're not here to talk about like the we're not here to talk about mock go 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 the 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 japanese manga or uh any of there as i found out there were two attempts at making speed racer like adaptation comics for an american market i didn't read either of those either i thought about it decided not to because i decided i didn't care enough um but the real reason that this episode is happening this episode that you're listening to is this is a filler episode unfortunately i'm sorry to say it's because uh due to me being out of town for a few weeks and then John Luke being out of town directly after, uh, we were not able to properly schedule, uh, correctly schedule the uh, next episode in our reading of Grant Morrison's X-Men. So uh, this is something that we threw together because uh, we, we needed a filler episode. Alex said, we can get Chad on to talk about Speed Racer. And I had literally the night before Alex said this, watched Speed Racer with my Sunday night uh, weekly movie watching group. And so I said, hell yeah, let's do an episode 
on Speed Racer. So it is time, I guess, for us to actually talk about Speed Racer. I'm going to give a little bit of background on this is just on the movie. I'm I'm not really going to be talking that much about Mock Go Go Go. I'm sorry to disappoint anyone, even though we are a comic book podcast. Uh, Speed Racer is a 2008 sports action comedy film written and directed by the Wachowski sisters based on the manga series of the same name created by Tatsuo Yoshida. As I mentioned earlier, technically the series for this is called uh, Mach Go Go Go, uh, but but in the, the English language version was called Speed Racer. Uh, a live action Speed Racer film had been in development since uh, development hell since 1992, having changed actors and filmmakers until 2006, when producer Joel Silver and the Wachowskis collaborated to begin production on the film. Speed Racer was shot in and around Potsdam and Berlin from June to August 2007. It premiered in April uh, on April 26th. 2008 at the Nokia Theater in New York City and was released in the United States on May 9th of 2008 by Warner Bros. Pictures. Upon initial release, the film uh, received mixed reviews from critics who praised the action sequences, musical score, cinematography, and performances, but were divided on its overuse of CGI and criticized its screenplay and runtime. The film grossed $93.9 million worldwide against a $120 million budget. It was subsequently nominated in multiple categories at the Teen Choice Awards as well as the Golden Raspberry Awards. In subsequent years, Speed Racer has garnered a strong cult following on social media. Uh, Speed Racer was not appreciated in its time, including by me, a person who didn't see it in theaters at the time, but did see it, uh, on television a a couple of years after it was in theaters. So uh, I do have a a little bit of of history with Speed Racer, which we will get into when we get to the discussion questions. Uh, Real quick, if you are not familiar with the plot of Speed Racer, the movie, I mean, we are probably going to be talking in full spoilers because this is a movie that is like a, years old or whatever uh i don't know how to do math um 20 no not 20 no that's not right 16 Um, years old yeah 16 years years. i i went i went backwards on the math i was uh i was attempting to do it in my head but uh i have dyscalculus so that was a bad idea but um yeah this this is a movie that has been out long enough to not necessarily warrant a spoiler warning but i'm going to give it anyway we're gonna be talking full spoilers i know alex and i have most recently watched this and chad i don't think you watched this again in preparation but speed racer lives eternal in your heart so that's fine I was going to rewatch it, and then we watched the Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one that came out when I was in high school and stuff. Okay. I mean, uh, you, you know, honestly, that like, that that first Pirates of the Caribbean movie also fucks pretty hard, so I can't even blame uh, you for that. Yeah, it was good. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I want to say what we're all thinking, and it's, uh-huh. hey, is there a picture of a dragon fucking the Mach 5? Because, you know, there should be. And the uh-huh. answer is I can't fucking find one. So oh, unforge. 
I'm on terrible. Photoshop right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm using my mouse because uh-huh. I don't have a I don't have a tablet. I'm, I'm drawing us some, some uh-huh. dragon speed racer smut. Your dedication is inspiring. I think it would I am the- dedicated to the craft. I don't exactly know what I'm doing. I'm not an uh-huh. artist. Right. Oh, man, I think it would have been a good bit if we big. if we didn't say Chad was on the show and just pretended you were Jean Luc and then oh that would be really good just hit play you know that's so much funnier than I am unfortunately but Jean Luc I'm drinking from a Star Wars glass just for you oh what can you explain in detail the what what so this like, is, is on the glass so it's glass um uh-huh. it's got it's got a Tie Fighter but it's not okay. actually Tie Fighter because this is from the First Order <gasps> oh. oh no. Oh no no no! It is no no. It's the Empire. Oh, oh. yeah, that's the whole story. Thanks for tuning in, John Luke. Oh, I'm so glad. Um, I'm happy we did that. Okay, so um, a a brief plot summary of Speed Race of the movie again, crib from Wikipedia. Uh, the plot of Speed Race of the movie revolves around Speed Racer, an 18 year old automobile racer who follows his apparently deceased brother's career, choosing to remain loyal to his family and their company, Racer Motors, which causes difficulties after he refuses a contract that E.P. Arnold Royalton, owner of Royalton Industries, offers him. Uh, wow. Yeah, this the thing about Speed Racer is that it is not an adaptation of Mock Go Go Go. It is an adaptation of the American localized or, or the English language localized version of Speed Racer. And it's incredible in that way. And we're definitely going to talk about it. I would like to know what each of your individual history is with the film Speed Racer. Like, how did you end up seeing it for the first time? Like, what was your... I I have another question about, like, your background with Speed Racer as a franchise, but uh, you you can include some of those details here if if it is relevant. Uh, But I I would just like to know what, what your each individual history is with Speed Racer. 2008 you want to go first alex no so i have a really disappointing answer and it's that i don't remember hell yeah you don't remember how you ended up seeing this movie for the first time no i i want to say it it, i think i saw some like gifs of it posted on like uh neogaf at the time Uh and people were debating about whether it was good or not and i was like i like the wachowskis I like to, I mean, I don't really like to debate online, but I want to be, I want to know what the fuss is about because it's getting heated. Mm-hmm. And so I watched it and I was like, that movie was great. I mean, this was a very divisive film at the time. So I'm not surprised that there would be like people on NeoGAF that were, were getting pretty heated about it. Uh, I don't know if that's actually true. Like my story, that is what I think maybe happened, but it's been, it's been so long. I know he's going to fact check you. Uh, and uh, I'm just, you know, for, for honesty, I'm trying to freaking color in this Mach 5. <laughs> I'm going to do the dragon. I'll I'm take just, over. Like, I'll take over for right now. now. You, you focus on your work, Chad. You're doing good work. Okay. Uh-huh. Thank yeah. you. Uh, but I, it was uh, a dark. I'm literally. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like literally tracing over just a piece of art from Speed Racer to get the car down. 
But nice. then I'm gonna have to like actually draw a dragon and a dragon penis. I don't know what a dragon penis looks like. I've never. You, you could definitely I, Google a picture like, of a dragon. It's like big, and big and, and lizardy. I'm it's pure lizardy. Right, you're right, you're right. Um, I was also pure until I saw the movie Speed Racer. Um, yeah. it was a dark, dark and stormy night. Um, it was, it was, yeah. We're like me, me and Adam, my brother, were bored, and we're like, well, we should watch something. And we went on Netflix and we started watching, um. A movie by Will Smith where he's like I think it's called Con- Concussion, um, and it's about it's about uh brain injuries in football and like the second and like we're ten minutes in and then he like cuts open someone's brain and we're like ah, ah. so we turned that movie off, um, and then we watched Doctor Strange the first ten minutes of that and there was another scene where they're like cutting into someone's brain and we're like this is ridiculous let's just watch something that looks silly and there's a movie called Speed Racer so we're like ah let's put it on, and uh, yeah it was just a delight I had no idea that the Wachowskis worked on this that it was the the, the their brainchild um no pun intended i guess but yeah watched it then and then i mean ever since then it's just uh lived in my life i think it's my favorite movie of all time but we'll, we'll get to that later yeah um real heads know that this is not the first time that the three of us had talked about <laughs> speed racer on a podcast there was an episode of the previous iteration of this uh show the comics podcast where we talked about speed racer um but you're getting it again baby um i i had no idea about your story with speed racer alex that's very funny um i was like i was aware of speed racer in that i was aware that it was a thing that cartoons that i watched occasionally would reference and i guess specifically i am talking about there's an episode of dexter's laboratory that is oh yeah that is literally just entirely a parody of speed racer like the specifically the localized version of mock go 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 uh, and that was that was basically like my primary context for Speed Racer was literally just that episode of Dexter's Laboratory for a really long time. And then Speed Racer came out and I didn't see it in theaters. I heard from like just sort of pop culture osmosis that it was not a good movie. And I watched like probably a third of it on uh like hbo or something at my parents house uh like a year or so after it came out and i i was like 16 and like too pretentious at the time to like be able to understand like what the wachowskis were cooking at the time but like when I rewatched this movie as an adult, having heard people like having heard that it had developed this bit of a cult following online and hearing people say, Hey, the speed racer movie is good actually. And having watched several Wachowski films in the meantime, I was like, okay, I'll check this out. And then like, I was like, holy shit, this movie rules so fucking hard because it does. It rules so fucking hard uh so that's my my history with speed racer heck yeah 
Um, had either, were either of you, I guess we technically already answered this. Neither of you were familiar with the franchise before you saw this movie at all. I had definitely seen the, that Dexter's lab episode. Okay. So I knew, I knew that. Okay. Um, I'd seen, I know Wacky Races, I feel like kind of parodied Speed Racer a bit. Uh, probably. I didn't watch enough Wacky Races, but like, I would believe that. So I'd seen I had seen that kind of stuff, but as far as the the show itself goes, probably not. It's hard uh-huh. to tell. Um, yeah, things would get aired on Cartoon Network. That, oh sure, yeah. You know, you just you you were along for the ride. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I yeah the... I... No, go on. Where am I? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I you know it was the first time I saw anything Speed Racer was the movie, and then I watched the English dub cartoon. I like bought it on DVD, and I couldn't get through it because it was just so bad. It was yeah. It's It's definitely one of those things that like you kind of have to be nostalgic for that kind of thing in order to actually appreciate it because it was not. It, it's not very good and they didn't put a lot of budget into it at the time which is why it's not very good yeah yeah mm-hmm. and like every episode is kind of like the same ends up yeah. that way and then sometimes he's like he's he goes to the middle east a lot and like kind of does like not not war crimes but like crimes in another country that it's like hmm, i don't know if you should be doing that speed racer yeah, so. I haven't actually watched any of the Speed Racer cartoon, but like I'm not surprised. Uh that sounds like something that would come out of a manga that was being written around the time that Speed Racer uh that, that Mont Go 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 was coming out. So uh that that tracks to me, unfortunately. Chad, how's your drawing coming along? I got the Mach five done and it looks okay. like shit, but it's you you can tell what it is. Excellent. I got a background, a little gradient background. Looks nice, classy. Heck yeah. Um, I, I probably need a little more detail. It's kind of <laughs> just blobby. That's fine. I'll fix that later. I'm looking at I'm looking at reference images uh-huh. for the dragon. I don't I don't know where to begin. Dragons are very complicated creatures. That's very true. I used to follow to... a blog on Tumblr that was just about like bad dragon art anatomy. I don't know what color to make the dragon. I feel like um, this, you know, the Mach Five is white with a bit of red. Make it red. I'm using a bit of blue yeah. to kind of, you know, offset. Maybe I should just make it red. Like red and blue, maybe. Is old, is the dragon gonna be dragon. like in the car or is it like in front of it? No, no, no. The... the dragon is definitely uh as big or uh, bigger than the car. Oh, okay. I well, just we'll, uh. We'll check back in I on that. Just just kind of stick figure this in huh that's what regular artists do right emily you start with a stick figure yeah you know it's like thumbnailing storyboarding yeah we'll just these are all words uh, there's the head we'll give it a nice neck i I will Um, say when we did this episode last time jean-luc was on it and um he hated this movie yeah so he just didn't like it so it was like Look, John Luke doesn't have childhood joy and whimsy in his heart, and that's what you need in order to appreciate Speed Racer. He does, but it's it, it's all dedicated to Star Wars. It's like yeah, that, like yeah, it's, it's it does, Yeah, so it doesn't count yeah. because there yeah. there's no childhood yeah. joy and whimsy that is allotted to things like Speed Racer. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah. Um, did you did you guys did you like this movie the first time you saw it? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm uh, yeah. I'm really glad. I like. I mean, I also I didn't watch the whole movie the first time I saw it, but I just like I was not at a place in my life where I could like properly appreciate Speed Racer, and I feel like a lot of people weren't given. The fact that this was so poor, poorly reviewed at the time, despite the fact that it rules so hard. Um, do I, either of you have a favorite character? Oh, man. I just love the whole Racer X, Rex Racer thing going on. Mm-hmm. And if you say Racer X quickly, it's Racer Rex. And it's like, ha, 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 oh. ha, ha, ha. He's just, he's he's just, he's just so code. mysterious. He just plays Batman. Like, he, he's, just, he's just like, ah, oh, I'm Batman. I'm racing. You better not bit. get hurt. You're call me blah blah blah. He's great. Um, I even I I watching it again today, and like even the little kid Spritel, who is like it it's it's funny because it was clearly like there's there's a serious thing going on, and like halfway through that scene, they just cut to Spritel and the monkey Chim Chim just like eating candy or like live Spritel reaction. Yeah, and it like it it works. I don't know. It's like it, it's just like a Saturday morning cartoon, but like brought to life by talented filmmakers who just make it mm-hmm. stunning visually it's 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 really cool um but yeah i'd say i'd say racer x and spritel are are my two favorites chad what about you do you have a favorite character in this movie i mean you gotta love john goodman right in this honestly oh, yeah oh, john goodman. yeah i forgot about him like um, he's kind of he's kind of the best actor in the whole cast and also just acting circles around everyone else he gets a credibility he's on screen he, like he really does actually like he does lend an air of credibility to the screen here this movie should not have any emotional core but like, he takes this so seriously god. and oh, by god man. should he i do i do like spritel and the monkey and i feel like i shouldn't because they're <laughs> inherently like very obnoxious characters and not yeah. great but they and yet- fit they and yet, yeah, they fit really well. Um, and it's nuts because mm-hmm. the the movie manages to balance like being a live action anime that has very serious emotional depth and spectacle that you know you're not gonna find anywhere else with the fact that it is like a children's cartoon. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it does that. It's fucking crazy. I mean, I guess yeah. we can we can scroll down to uh, another question I have here, which is, are the Wachowski sisters geniuses? And I think I think yes. the answer is yes, based on this movie and everything else I've ever seen by them. I just that- love that, like, tonally, they're, sorry, they're, they're, there's like no, there's actual you, danger, fu- danger in this movie. But it's also like Saturday morning cartoon nature at the same time where like yes. a, ra- a racer crashes and it's the most like explosive, colorful thing. And then they get sort of like locked away in this like protective cube thing that's like, oh, they're fine, though. Mm-hmm. Like they're over here. Mm-hmm. And there's like actual guns being shot at people with like kids around. And there's like a ninja of like poisoning people. And it's great. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of getting ready to give up on the dragon thing. I'm not having a good time. <laughs> I don't know how to do the mouth or where to put it. I'm trying to figure out. It looks kind of like an ant with wings, but they're kind of stick figure wings. I haven't drawn them in yet. Uh, maybe I should just fit, fit, do the wings, wings instead. Yeah, do the wings. Do 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 dragon wings. wings. Let's see. Do the wings. 
Sorry, Emily, what were you saying? Just like, just this, the execution of this film is so creative and it was so clearly ahead of its time. Like the, like the insane, like technicolor, uh, like color grading of everything is just it. Like it's a feast for the eyes, the way that they do montages where like, the the way that they do scenes where like you know you have multiple things in focus at the same time like but just also like the, the like this especially is a thing in montages where you're like seeing different parts of the scene at the same time like it just uh, it's so this movie is so cool and watching it it like it it is insane how much better this movie can age against other films that came out in the same time frame because like I I'm constantly saying this that like when you're going for like CGI going for something stylized is always 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 going to age better than trying to go for like quote-unquote realism because what does or does not count as realism is constantly evolving in, as in terms of like you know visual arts and whatnot whereas like if you're going for a specific style and a specific like vision like things are like it, it's going to hold up because you're not trying to you're not trying to be real and and even like even the scenes in this movie that are incredibly dated because of how old the cg is like still look really good because they're doing something really interesting like does that does that make sense yeah it's like um why like legend of zelda the wind waker was really hated when it came out because it was cartoony and people wanted mm -hmm. serious zelda as, a, then you as go, a wind waker defender you're speaking my language and then you go back and play it and look at it and you're like oh man this is like the prettiest zelda game ever mm -hmm. uh, it turns out maybe nintendo knows what they're doing <laughs> and i and i think speed racer is very is a very similar thing to yeah that maybe word. the wachowskis knew what they were doing and people were just not ready for it is yeah is really the feeling that i come away with because like it, yeah. like including me like i i didn't see the whole movie but i saw like a significant portion of it and i was just not uh i was not in in the right space to be able to appreciate it like i did uh when i watched it again when i was in college yeah i mean and like in the races it's like it's so chaotic and oh, it's so cool I, just watching it today i'm like there's so many moments where I'm like, I don't know what's happening, but then it, it always pulls into focus at the right time. Like whether it's a, like a fireball going off or someone launching like a bee's nest at someone and like it zooms in oh, on the yeah. action. So it's like the, you, you get the chaos of like, Hey, being in this race, this crazy death race that's going on. And then you don't miss any of the action that's happening too. And mm -hmm. it's just, it's just stunning. It's cool. Yeah. Why am I giving this dragon spikes? Because dragons have spikes. Dragons have I know, spikes. but it's a pain in the ass. They're very hard to draw. <laughs> what's that? They're um, like what's these that? Fucking little triangles. <laughs> what's that TV show? It's with like late Lazy Town. Yeah. Something like that. that I mean, that's Visually, a, yeah. You visually, are a this like, yay! Visually, this like, or maybe it's just the color scheme and the CGI. It like reminds me of that. <laughs> and like, I don't know. I I don't think I've actually seen a lot of Lazy Town, but what I've seen is just like. 
that kind of background cgi but it's a full movie and it's like obviously like the wachowskis are great at fight choreography and oh it's just so good and there's so many there's so many great lines in this movie like oh yeah oh it's like you don't you don't you don't get into a T-130 to drive. You do it because you're driven. <laughs> and then they there play are so back many lines in this end. movie where you're just kind of like, hell yeah. <laughs> uh. Um. Do you guys have hey, a Rob. favorite performance of this movie? Because I'm just going to like get mine out the gate. It's definitely John Goodman because he's literally giving 110% this entire fucking movie. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For it sure. just it it brings me joy. Like I mean, John Goodman is a legend and is good in literally anything he does. But it just like it really showcases that in a movie that is as weird as this that he is giving such an incredible, heartfelt performance the entire goddamn time. Yeah, a hundred percent. I like the villain like... as well. Oh yeah, oh, he's, he's really Royalton? fun. Yeah, Royalton is absolutely like chewing the scenery every scene he is in. And he has his. I mean, he you know it's obviously when you meet him, you're a little bit like okay, and and, and you meet him, and he he has like a, he has a little German quote about pancakes, mm-hmm. and it sounds very like sinister, and it means like pancakes are love, and it's like it's so hokey and and mm-hmm. and, and that way. And then he he does his heel turn so so early. He like you know mm-hmm. pretending to be a good guy, and then switches, and it's just like. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a wonderful, wonderful, not complicated at all villain. He's like, I like money, capitalism, yeah. stocks. No, he he is not complicated at all, but he is still very fun in his performance. Yeah, and the fact that like it's like oh, this this like racing thing that meant means so much to so many people has been fixed since the beginning, mm-hmm. and it's just like that that feeling of hopelessness, and then this scrappy mm-hmm. little team led by John Goodman's son mm-hmm. go out there and they and they change history and yeah um, oh, it's good um it's good it's good we we kind of talked about it but how do you guys feel about the bold aesthetic choices and editing choices employed in this movie because like it is really different from anything else that came out in this era uh the the color and anything that's coming out now uh the the colors are really bright really high contrast uh the the editing like you have a lot of these really weird transitions with like characters still like kind of on the screen as the transition is happening and and people didn't totally love that but um i think it's an interesting stylistic choice personally but um but how do how do you guys feel about like the how do you guys feel about like the the execution of this movie i guess like on a on a technical level i need to pause this because yeah i guess chad has just sent um there's a spoiler warning uh huh. Uh, and this is a this is a dragon. Um, and it is <laughs> it is rubbing its penis against the Mach Five. I feel bad for the dragon. The dragon skipped leg and arm day. The that dragon is a really also good looks five. really. The dragon also looks really like sad. Like he's like a, a little bit. He looks it's like, like he doesn't kind of, want to rub his penis on the Mach Five. Yeah, he I looks kept... like he's not excited about this. 
I kept trying to give him a smile, but it always looked wrong. I couldn't tell where the mouth is supposed no, to go. No, the problem is the eyes. You needed to you needed to do something with the eyes that made him mm. look like he was enjoying this. Because right now, he just looks like he's really worried. Oh, I know what I need to do. I need to give the dragon a little blush like in an anime. Where does that go? Oh, yeah. I would say like in front of the eyes, like kind of where like the cheek would go. This Mach Five yeah. looks wonderful. This was great training. Um, yeah, oh, you did a uh, yeah. you did a great job uh, with this Mach Five. Um, I, I, I don't on the Mach Five. I'm gonna say um, this looks this looks more like a human penis and not a dragon penis. But um, oh, I didn't do research on dragon penises for the show. I'm so sorry. I guess I just would have. I guess I would have assumed that I you mean, would know what a dragon penis looks like before this. Wow. Am, I mean, it, yeah. Actually, am I yeah, wrong? Yeah. I mean, technically, yes, because I clearly didn't do it right. <laughs> I gave it a human cock. There, I fixed the face. Okay. I'm not uh, gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna give you any pointers on the difference between dragon. I didn't penis spoiler and... this one either. Jean Luc can just. Oh, really no, 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 no. Um, just yeah, put, just I... put wings on the penis. Just put wings on the penis, and we're good. <laughs> Yeah, um, the I I like the the like <laughs> eyebrow thing that you have going on, and also the blush. Um, I think really and the rar ubu. Okay, the this is great. Ubu, this all definitely helps. We'll have to okay. censor it a bit. Okay, this will be our, thumb, our thumbnail. That's wonderful. Um, <clears throat> I hopefully our Twitter intern will post the censored version of these images when we post this uh, episode, but. Um, anyway, um, Speed Racer, yeah, um, good. I, I, are the Wachowski sisters geniuses? I'm gonna say yes, uh, based on literally everything. Yes, what's everyone's favorite I, race? Because there's a, there's a few. Oh, the second one, the, the, the second one is with all the jumping and the weird shit, and it's like wacky races because people got like. Cause it's, oh you know, yeah, uh, that's fair. Uh, uh, it's underground. It's illegal, and so they can they can break the rules, oh. and you never know what's gonna happen. And the transitions are all crazy. I mean, the transitions throughout the whole movie are crazy. But in that, that one, that's especially, the one where they like where they like get headhunters from like different or they call yeah. Yeah. from like and then and they're like so they go to the Vikings. And they give them like Viking yeah. pelts, and they're like yeah. yeah, and they go to these they go to these very, like it's very silly, ladies, it's very good, and they give them the diamonds I... and stuff. I'm unfortunately, I am kind of a sucker for like that big last race that like, cause they kind of, when it comes to like the effects and stuff, they kind of pull out all the stops on this one. So it's just like a, like kind of a feast for the eyes as far as color goes. Uh, when I, I, when I rewatched this recently, I had the absolute pleasure of watching it with, um, I, I, I have a movie watching group that, uh, meets on Sundays and, uh, normally there's five people, but there was only four of us this time. And two of the four people had not seen this movie before. So, uh, that was really, that was quite, a pleasure to experience but also uh like about two-thirds of the way through the movie the person who was like doing the the screen sharing on discord was like you know when my partner downloaded a copy of this movie that was like almost nine gigabytes big i was like what 
what the hell are you doing? But now I get it. (laughs) Because it's just, it's incredible to look at. Like, ah, it's gorgeous. And yeah, I, I just, I really love like the, that kind of that big last fight for that reason is because they kind of pull out all the stops and are like going crazy with all of the like big lights and shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I like the first race most. I mean, on my newest rewatch, I guess, and because you just get so much like it is very about fun. the movie, but it's done so well, and you learn about ooh, you know, he, he's racing against his brother who died in a crash or is missing or mm-hmm. something like that, and like it's such a nice moment that he like lets up at the end and mm-hmm. lets his brother's like record still be on that track, and he looks up and oh, and also there, um, the the two people I was watching the movie with who had not seen it before. Uh, one of them knew like the the conceit that Racer X is Rex because I mean duh, but like yeah. <laughs> they didn't know that this movie tries to kind of like fake you out on that twist, and Holy so shit. I got to experience in real time my friends thinking that this movie had decided to do something different with its twist, and then at the very end, like the reveal where he is in fact Rex like and that that was that was priceless i could never i couldn't trade that for anything it was brilliant it was incredible which makes it so brilliant it's so silly rex racer got face surgery and now he has like better cheekbones so so it doesn't look like the guy yeah it's so silly and it was incredible and i uh it was a great time for me yeah yeah and like that scene at the end where or near the end where like um they just won that that crazy race where it goes you know the, the two-parter and then they get betrayed mm-hmm. um by the racer and 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 speed racer is about to leave just like his brother did and there's like and then his his little brother sprite was like where are you going speed and it like flashes back to you know same thing with his older brother and he has the heart to heart with john goodman it's just like mm-hmm. how is this movie oh. so like incredible and the pacing of it too i i think because because the races are so like action-packed and balls to the wall kind of thing that like it's paced so well that the in-between stuff kind of gives you a nice break from it but it's also nice and silly and oh yeah and great stuff throughout so um i can't believe we've we've spent 44 minutes on the show and we haven't talked about how anti-capitalist this movie is Oh, that's, that's the yeah. whole thing. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, let's fucking go. I mean, technically, like, 10 minutes of this is probably going to get... Well, I was going to say probably going to get cut, but then I remembered Alex's editing style, which is... Thank uh, you, thank you. Not, it's a not signature. to cut. But, yes. uh, the, uh... I mean, yeah. I remember when I rewatched it, or, like, maybe watched it for the first time, be like, oh, I didn't, I didn't expect, like, a thick political message out of the Speed Racer movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> corporations buying up mom-and-pop shops and ruining, you know, sport. Yeah. Well, that's because you didn't, you didn't people. fully understand the Matrix at the time. Oh! Uh, I feel like I understood at least 50% of the Matrix at the time. And I said you didn't fully understand the Matrix at the time. 50% is definitely not fully. It's also the movie where, like... The second Matrix movie isn't made for high schoolers. I mean, it is, but, like... (laughs) Yeah. It's actually not that complicated when you watch it as an adult who's read more than six books. That's how I feel about Kingdom Hearts. (laughs) Wow, that's a bold claim. (laughs) I do want to play that actually. Kingdom Hearts manga, isn't complicated. You just have to 
pay attention to every entry in the franchise, even if it's on a mobile phone, unfortunately. That's fucked up. That's that sentence is fucked up. But we we read the manga and I don't know what it was. A part it's of my cute. brain just clicked where it was it's like, cute. wait a minute, Mickey and Goofy are are, are being sassy to each it's other. Cute. They're going to Final Fantasy. P- oh, I don't know. It's don't cute. Know. Yeah, but it's it's King, a movie. Kingdom like, Hearts one, I'll, definitely check it out. Just the first one. Oh, thank but you. The, Sp- Speed Racer is a movie where like a monkey throws poop at the bad guy, and it's also one where it has a hard line like message about like anti-capitalist stuff and it's like the amount of stuff they juggle and the tone and it still manages to like mm-hmm. come out on top is is wild it's so good is wild there's it's that not scene... even subtle no, no it really no, is no, no, nothing in this movie is subtle like nothing it's like nothing the wachowskis to... are not subtle filmmakers and they never have been and i think that's beautiful yeah, I mean, only cowards hide behind, like... I was going to say, subtext is for cowards. Is, uh, exactly. a line from a Canadian show. I can't remember what the hell it was called. Um, are you thinking of uh, Garth Garth Marini's Dark Place, where he says... Yes, uh, yes. yes, so good. I, I know writers who use subtext on their cowards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cameron showed me that episode a couple years ago, and that... I mean, oh. it stuck with me enough to remember it, but not to remember it correctly. I, I mean, I reference... Like it's I so reference that yeah. quote constantly, so that's the only reason I know where it comes from. <laughs> so good. They have um off topic ish, but they have um on Audible did like a Garth Marenghi book, like written <gasps> oh, by Garth Marenghi, and he like and he like narrates it. I haven't I haven't checked it out yet, but someday that'd be nice. Oh, I bet that's really fun. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, just this movie is. It's incredible. It's incredible that it exists. Uh, I know that, like, it, I, I read a little bit about, like, the production of this movie. And, like, at first, like, they were really excited about, like, the weird direction that the Wachowskis were taking things in. But then, like, at some point, there was, like, a rough cut shown to execs. And they were like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and so, like... It, it did kind of get kneecapped by uh, by advertising it, like leading up to it and uh, and and it did uh, as I said like it it had a reputation for being not a good movie until like maybe the last decade or so where it has gotten a critical reappraisal uh, at least like 10. 15 years after it came out and uh i i definitely think it deserves it because this was just like as far as an anime adaptation that is like going for the vibe of the anime without being ashamed of its own source material which is really the biggest problem when it comes to live action anime adaptations is that they're all ashamed of the fact that they are based on an anime. And it's like, what are you doing? You're literally an anime, like just fucking own it. Like it's just, it's this and one piece live action on Netflix are the only two properties that I, that are not embarrassed to be adaptations of anime and uh it it makes them both incredible i think i think that's a good uh a good view of it it is it is very not ashamed of its source material 
I think even some of the live action adaptations we've seen of Disney movies are almost ashamed oh, of the no. source material, right? They're no, just like, oh, I we don't want to be cartoons. I absolutely think that like most of the Disney live like and quote unquote live action because some of them are literally just animated but done in a style that looks live action but uh i i find that these movies are desperate to distance themselves from criticisms or perceived criticisms of their originals in a way that like you know i i think there's a way to take take a thing and reinvent it with criticisms in mind, but that the way that any of the Disney movie, the Disney quote unquote live action films have been doing it is really lazy and not good. Yeah. Fuck you, Disney. you're probably Chad you're probably the person who's watched the most of the Disney live action movies here uh, I would think I've seen a couple but only like two well, I liked Aladdin Aladdin I, was like I've, I've, seen, I, I've seen a lot of them Alex how, how many have you seen I've seen Lion King Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast okay so you've seen three and Chad has seen two, I've seen, and I've seen... I've seen Mulan, and like, maybe one more. One. Hmm. Mulan was okay for parts of it, and kind of lame for other parts, and mm-hmm. all the great shit in the cartoon was just, like, not in the movie, and it's like, mm-hmm. why am I here? I could just fucking watch the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been watching the Avatar Last Airbender uh, live action and it's like oh um i was well, gonna, I, 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 you said avatar yeah. the last airbender and i was primed to say hell yeah and then you, you said live yeah. action i was like oh I, I i'm three episodes in i don't think i'll finish but we were watching it we went skiing oh. for the weekend and um we you know we were talking about oh we're gonna watch this and one of my uh-huh. friends who's never seen avatar um we ended up watching the first episode of the animated one just to like uh-huh. you know get ready for the live action one and uh-huh. then he dislocated his shoulder so he was inside for the next couple days uh-huh. um and, and when we came back one day he was on episode 11 of the animated series he was just <laughs> watching it so enjoying it i don't lot. blame him because it fucking rules good stuff when i um fun fact uh when i would um I don't know how much I have shared about my wife and I's relationship history on this podcast, but um, we briefly dated when we were both in high school together. And that was at the time that the last airbender movie was in theaters. And so we went to see it in theaters, like with, with a group of friends. And I remember like, before the movie being like yeah he's gonna turn into like a badass koi fish at the end and it's gonna be dope and then he does not do that in the m night Shyamalan live action movie and i've never been so uh upset by a a theatrical experience in my life i think is thinking that i was at least gonna get to see a cool cg koi fish and i did not Dragon Ball GT also did not give a shit or respect the source material. That was the Remember first. Remember that one? Well, that was wait, the first wasn't time GT I experienced Dragon like... Ball. Or no, Dragon Ball Evolution. Uh, that yeah, was yeah, the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. No, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Evolution is so bad that the guy who wrote the screenplay for that has come and said, like, hey, I'm sorry that I wrote such a bad screenplay for this movie. 
I think I got drunk and watched that once and was like, that's you a know, good, that's a good for that. That's good. For I've that. seen it yeah, a couple of fun when you're hammered. I've seen it yeah. a couple of times and also I did see it in theaters. I think it worse in total than in my life. Star Wars. Worse than Turkish Star Wars. Oh, wow. I think so. Wow. Well, yeah, but yeah, no. Wow. I, I think I've seen more in like per minute watching. I've seen more of that movie than I've seen of Dragon Ball of any other kind. Oh, that's unfortunate. You but I played more hours. Dragon Ball Z K. You should watch. No, no, Dragon Ball Z abridged. No, you I play the just... Dragon Ball Z card game, so that's enough. You should for me. just watch the original Dragon Ball anime and nothing else. You don't need to no, watch. No, Dragon... no, no, Dragon Ball Z. You don't, is... you don't need to watch Dragon Ball Z. You don't need to watch yes, any you of do. that. Everybody no. needs to watch Dragon Ball <laughs> Z and then realize it's not actually that good. Don't, don't listen to Chad. <laughs> you just need to watch Dragon okay. Ball. All right. Well, I don't trust. E- well, okay, I can't say that, Emily, because you had me watch it now. Your 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 taste in anime no, is um, strong 50-50. Look, it's not that Dragon Ball Z is bad. It's that I personally prefer Dragon Ball because like it's more of a like silly cartoon and then Dragon Ball Z is when things get really focused on like the fights and stuff and that's like Dragon Ball Z Like there are fights made... in Dragon Ball, but it's not as much of the point as it is in Dragon when you when you're a nine year old boy, Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> is I was like the pinnacle of television. Unfortunately, I was never a nine year old boy, so I can't relate to this experience. All I can Someday tell you I is hope to be I, that I I liked it when Dragon Ball was silly. So when his hair turns yellow because he's sad and the planet's <laughs> blowing up, and you're like, motherfucker, he's gonna be a Super Saiyan. I have to tell everyone about this. I have Vegeta in Fortnite. Does that does that do anything? Hell it's yeah. so weird to see Vegeta in Fortnite with a gun. <laughs> he doesn't need a gun. That's his whole thing. I kind of I respect Fortnite for that though. Just being like, you know what? All are welcome in Fortnite. Lady Gaga. Everyone is Vegeta. here. I was I was playing as Vegeta. My brother was playing as as Goku, and we 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 fought Peter Griffin and got his shotgun, and then we won the game. Incredible. I, like, what more do you want in life? What what more is there? I have a question. Mm. Which Speed Racer character cries the most? The dad, because his sons keep believing him. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you're oh, probably John right. Goodman. Oh, so I think good. that that one mob boss guy. Also, like we didn't talk about the mob boss at all, but it's just like such no. a hokey little like side thing where he's. Oh, like, it's so silly. And there's a scene where he has his like barracudas, and there's a there's a hole in the tank, so he tells his like grunt guy to like stick his finger in there, and his finger gets eaten, and uh, it's good. Uh, uh, everything guy, about this movie, gold. It's good. I think the Just finger, go watch finger, it. finger finger eaten guy cries a lot. I think because he doesn't get respected. Yeah. Or I'm the U.S. Army cry. soldiers. I'm gonna stick with the dad, but I think that your answer is good, and I appreciate it. Thank you. I think one of the characters. Um, in Speed Racer, ended up getting cast in Ninja Assassin because of his martial arts skills in Speed Racer. I want to say it the that racer. Yeah. Is it is it the racer for the 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 one he teams up with? Yeah. Hell yeah. Let's go. And I remember being really excited for Ninja Assassin when I was in high school, and that came out. We saw that on I Thanksgiving Day. Um, that movie is dumb as shit and probably not very good, but the highs of it are very fun. I will yeah. someday watch that, and I'll probably, I'll probably I have that till, on DVD. I'll just wait till I watch it with you, Chad. Oh yeah, probably, I, I've waited this long, you know. 
I have so many bad movies on DVD I want to rewatch, and I can't make myself rewatch <laughs> any of them because it's like a commitment, and I could do something better. No, we gotta time. we gotta plan yeah. like a bad movie festival at your house, and uh, we're all gonna we're all gonna come into town, and we'll start in the morning like a like a movie festival and just have have movies throughout can the we day. have awards can we have awards and yes of trophies? course okay good of course good good i might be miserable if we do that we oh would it'll be great so i could go outside but yeah of course no 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 you, you, no no you know, like, we, we, we would take breaks in between movies it's just it would yeah. start early in the day and then we we would progressively watch several movies and i've only watched give them awards. uh two movies in a day once and i was in high school at the time Okay, we have to do and three. Then. We we have to do three. Yeah, we have to it do three. It was the same the movie. I think it was Euro Trip. You watched it twice okay. in a row. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. wait, I watched Is it because it, it had nudity in it, and okay. he was like, "That movie was really funny. Should we watch it again?" And I was like, "I still have like eighty ounces of Mountain Dew because I bought a hundred ounces Christ. of Mountain Dew at the gas station." Sure. Holy fuck. Jesus. Christ. And it was like four in the morning, and and um. I don't. I, I don't hey, think... it's. I don't know. Was it Euro Trip or was it a different? I think it was Euro. It's trip. either Euro Trip or Road Christ. Trip. They're very interchangeable. It was definitely one of those shitty uh, yeah. comedies from like 2004. I don't uh, think I've ever watched a movie, finished it, and then watched it again back to back. No, I've never done that. No, it was the girl next door. Uh, uh, of course, featuring also um, Emil Hirsch from this Speed movie. Racer. Also, great that his first name is Speed, his last name is Racer. Oh, just yeah. great. No notes. No, no notes. Is that is that true? Is that is that a really happy coincidence we just had? Yeah, no, he is it, in Emil Hirsch. He's yeah. in the movie The Girl Next Door, I believe. Wow. Chad so, only you, likes Emil Hirsch. Can movies. you look up The Girl Next Door real quick just to to check on that for me? I'm pretty sure that Emil Hirsch was in that movie. He was oh, also was in one, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He had a brief, a brief moment. He was next door, two thousand seven. An unspeakable torture and abuse committed on a teenager. Nope, that is the wrong one. That, no, um, that no, that's not, that's not the right one. Um. Yep, Emil Hirsch was in that. Uh, yeah. Um, what was <laughs> Alex? What was the other thing that you were saying before? Uh, he was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The re- no. That that did that did remind me. I watched. There was another movie that I watched that Emil Hirsch was in. Uh, called Autopsy of Jane Doe. That uh, I believe, uh, John Luke has seen. So hmm. uh, it has. Uh, Is he related to Alex Hirsch? I don't think so. Yep. Uh that would be cool. I did watch some Gravity Falls earlier today, though. I gotta rewatch that. I've it's only so seen good. it once. In its entirety. Oh, you should definitely watch it more than once in its entirety. Oh, Emil Hirsch played the the main guy in that Into the Wild movie thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he played Christopher McCandless in Good old good old Christopher McCandless. I I read that yep. in high school. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, what a guy. Sure thing. Um but do you do you guys hear the sound? Do, do you hear it? Oh yeah. Do you oh, hear yeah. the sound? Chad, you hear that sound? It's, I don't. The sound of the, it's uh, the sound of the doomsday clock. It's signaling our first ever cry space. It's, uh, it's, it's a new segment that we're trying on the, out on the show where uh, we talk about one thing that made us cry in the intervening time between uh, the last recording and this recording. And I, I already have one if, yeah. if you guys need some time to, to think. Go for it. So, um... 
I, I have a little bit of setup that is, that is not the cry space itself. Um, I have my, my wife and I are about to move across the country, so we've been working on uh, like getting copies of all of our our medical records and stuff from from various clinics that we've been to uh, throughout the city, so that we can can give those to our new doctors when we move uh, to to make sure because when you you have to request. Uh, records like from your previous doctor they can take like 30 days to reply to your current doctor and that's just like a a hassle so so we've been getting paper copies from from all our doctors and this includes uh a doctor that uh i got retested for adhd by last year uh because of some some bullshit with with getting my meds and uh i had to go get uh, a copy of the test like or not of the test but like of the of his report from the test that he gave me uh to to determine that I had ADHD and as we were like chatting he asked my cry spaces he asked me if I was on my medication today uh that the day that we were talking and I said no because I needed to like turn in a copy of the report also to keep getting my medication and i said no and he said yeah i can tell <laughs> so that's my cry space is getting read to filth by this Roasted like by a doctor he's like this like 60 year old man in a lab coat damn damn pour one out yeah pour one out for me my my cry space goes back. It's not this week, which breaks Ooh. the cry space rules. It, but, I mean, you know, there are no rules in cry space. I like that. I like that. But you know, I I love my wife. Cry space means the, never having to say you're sorry. That's true. That's true. I love my wife to be. You know what? Love her to death. So true. Fantastic person. But 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 <laughs> we watched Speed Racer together one day. And this was years ago. Oh, no. And we were watching it like we were watching it like on a laptop in like in like her in like her bedroom. So she was like kind of sleepy and stuff. And she Uh fell asleep while we were watching Speed Racer. And I looked over and she was sleeping. And I was just it's just like. It just hurt. I I think that's the thing that has hurt me like the most in my life, which I live a good life then. I know you're Alex Hurt. I'm Alex Hurt. (laughs) Check out Gravity Falls live. 10 years ago it's great um but yeah so she's never seen the full speed racer movie but that experience of like seeing parts of it like she wakes up and it's just like lights and colors and like you know the fantastic of the movie um but it has it has it has colored her perception of the movie and um yeah i don't know my goal is to is to watch it again with her someday um but until then it's my cross to bear so yeah but You'll have to bring the... it with you on your wedding night. But I got a frisbee made, and it's speed race. Oh wow! Oh, I love that. What the fuck? That's a good so, way to end the show. So this is for um for my uh, my groomsmen and my wedding. I got everybody like a disc. So I got like one of his like cat, and it's like on there. Oh, Another that's one incredible! Is, is Garrett from Community because he he loves that puzzler ah! thing. Anyway, um, so this I is for my brother, this. and it's a good old. It's like an old frisbee with Emil Hirsch on it. Oh, that's delightful. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, that is a really good way to end off the show. Uh, but Chad, 
What's your Cryspace? Oh yeah, Chad Chad almost got out of Cryspace. Well, there are no rules in Cryspace, and I, Shit. Say that means I don't have to go. No, wait, wait. Uh, well, there's one rule. Come there's on, what, what's, something, what's something that made you emotional in the past week? It doesn't have to have made you cry. So gravity's a real bitch. Uh huh. This toy, this toy is a little alien figure of mine. No. Oh no. Um, oh, he yeah. looks cooler now, actually. <laughs> He, he looks dead. He looks like he got decapitated. Womp womp. And I need to I need to super glue the joints. I need to super glue the head back on. I need to super glue more joints. Oh, that I is a cry down. space. So is I'll this like a... have it laying flat, and it'll still somehow <laughs> fall the fuck over. I don't get it. No, I this, I have been there, dude. Like, is this oh, a cat related awful. mishap, or is this a Chad related mishap? No, that one's gravity related. Um, okay. th- some of the problems with it are cat related because Ripley's <laughs> like, look, I'm really graceful. And he'll jump up there and just knock all of them over. Oh, but he's so graceful. graceful. He's not. He's fucking stupid. Yep. He's the prettiest boy. He's a top he two cat that you currently own, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I took yeah. one incredible picture of Ripley when I visited Chad, and I treasure it uh, with my whole heart. Heck yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, speaking of, um, that this is the end of the show, and you should check us Yay. out on Twitter at Crying Book Club. Rate and review us five stars on your podcasting platform of choice please we don't check those things but i assume that it is good for us uh if you would like to find chad on the internet you can do that at uh on twitter at anonym band the podcast opinions are cheap uh his writing at anonym.wordpress.com his music at anonym.bandcamp.com and his books on amazon can be found by searching chad waller you like to Yay. follow Alex on the internet, you can do that on Twitter at Alex Hansiak. If you'd like to follow me, you can do that on Twitter at mpandanata or on Letterboxd and Twitch at Pandabore or the following podcasts. Imagine me and Yushina at the Fresh Podcast Market, and that looks terrible. And that is, and uh, as Alex is reading uh, The Ninth Life by Chad Waller, uh, as we finish this recording ah. uh hopefully next episode we will be finishing up grant morrison's the new x-men which i'm greatly looking forward to and um i don't know good night I'm, everybody I'm gonna, I'm gonna read an excerpt from chad's book to end off the show please yes don't. please do no it, does, please it doesn't do matter if racing never changes what matters is if we let racing change us Every one of us has to find a reason to do this. You don't climb into a T-180 to be a driver. You do it because you're driven. She shrugged as if it didn't matter. Because it didn't. Hey, how come boys are stupid?